Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marshani. As always, we appreciate you stopping by Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to these podcasts with future 2022 NFL Draft prospects. Today's guest, Corey Sutton, is a fabulous wide receiver from App State, big play receiver, a Sunbelt standout. He's going to be making his way out west to Pasadena, California for the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl. And if you're in, here, you're in that position, that's a priceless commodity to have in the back pocket that Corey's going to be rubbing elbows and shaking hands and looking across the table with a litany of NFL scouts. So with that said, Corey, welcome to the program. You've established yourself as one of the premier receivers in this draft class. How's the day treating you? It's treating me really good. I've, uh, I just got done doing some yoga, actually, and then I hit the field earlier. So uh, it's been a good, productive day for me. Yeah, and and, and and piggybacking off that word productive, I mean, your career has been with productive, highlight reel plays, awe-dropping catches. I mean, from the get-go as an early young kid, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, were you making those plays at a very young age where you knew the sky was the limit? <laughs> That's a funny question, but I uh, I used to play baseball, actually, when I was growing up all the way through high school, and I actually started playing football and receiver, as a matter of fact, really late. You know, I started taking it serious around sophomore, junior year of high school, so I guess you could call me a late bloomer when it came to football, but I, I worked really hard when I it. And, well, I mean, you definitely have, and, and the athleticism and acrobatic catches, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're awe-dropping, they're high catches and, and that big playability. Uh, we'll talk about it more as we build into this program. But uh, for you, when do you get to, you know, at the end of the month, you're going to be in California in front of NFL scouts doing your thing at the NFLPA game. But you know you're in the locker room. You know first and foremost that that way for everybody. When did you knew that you really had the legit skill set to have this opportunity for the National Football League? Uh, I mean, I just kind of – took it one day at a time. and I, I knew that hard work, you know, would get me where I want to go. You know, I kind of believe that I can do anything that I set my mind to. So, I mean, I knew it was going to take a lot of time and, you know, not listening to a lot of the outside noise. And I just focused on that. And, you know, I just watched YouTube videos growing up and I just copied what the best guys were doing. Nice. And now, I, I maybe not, and he's a little bit before your time. I mean, I think he was drafted in 2001 in the seventh round of Oregon State. But T.J. Hushmanzada, you guys have the same hair, the same size. I mean, he's 6'2", 205. You're about identical to that. Um, you're more of a big play guy. But, I mean, who are some of those receivers that you really try to, you know, adapt and put in your own repertoire? Yeah, well, this year I, I, I like to watch Devontae Adams uh, for his releases out at the Packers. I like the way he gets off the line and what he does to DBs. 
And then for route running, I like to watch Calvin Ridley. I know he uh, he sat out after this year. Or he he kind of st- took a step back from football, but I felt like he was the most technical route runner to watch. And so I used to pull those guys up before the night before every game and just kind of get my mind on the on the page of how I wanted my body to look. I love it. Once again, Corey Sutton, the App State standout receiver here on the C2P, talking a little NFL draft as he makes his path towards this next level. Um, now, I'm not going to lie. I'm, you know, I, well, my, I, there's nothing to lie about, but I, the first play that I remember of knowing who Corey Sutton was was you made that big catch, the one-hander against Penn State, a game that you guys lost in overtime. I mean, I thought that put you on the map, on that NFL radar, if you will. What was the reaction after that big game and that type of catch against a big program like that on the national stage? Oh, yes, sir. That's a that's a great going back to 2018. You know, we had a new team, and that was my first game starting in college football. You know, I had transferred from Kansas State, and I got some playing time, but – that was, you know, I registered in 2017, and then I uh, I came in there in 2018. We played Penn State, so it was kind of like my my opening, you know, the start to my career. And I feel like I had a pretty good game, played some good competition, and then it was a it was a real heartbreaker because you know we lost in overtime, and I, I think about that play a lot, you know, at least probably once a week or something like that, you know, where I. Uh, you know, we lost in overtime, so it was definitely a heartbreaker, but it's something that, you know, gives me motivation to move on. Uh, you know, I love that you said that because I know in Moneyball, Brad Pitt says, you know, I, I hate I, I hate losing more than I like to win, and I think that's the true sign of a champion. It's not what you accomplished. It's what you didn't that, you know, haunts you and drives you to be your best, and I think there is a difference, and some guys are just excited about a big play, but they they don't really, you know, that self-discipline to want to do better. For you, I, I ask every guy that comes on the show, we throw you in that film room, Corey, you're with these NFL scouts. What do you think your hallmark home run abilities are where they're going to fall in love with you and bring you aboard that 53-man roster? I think the if I had to pick one thing, I would think it, it would just be route discipline, you know, just being reliable, like just knowing that I'm going to be in the spot that you want me to be at at the right time. You know, I feel like the quarterback can depend on me when uh when I get when I get an elite quarterback on my team, I think that I'll be dependable to be in the right spot at the right time, you know, just being open. Yeah. And and and, and for, I mean we had Zach Thomas on the program last year. Obviously, you're familiar with Jack, Zach. And then you have Chase Price yeah. under center. Uh, what was it like? I mean, because you're, you know, you're a skill guy. You want to make sure that, you know, you're, the, the offense is going to be productive. But what was it like just moving on from Zach and then and, and playing with Chase this year? Yeah, I mean, just that app overall, it's been so many changing parts. I mean, we've had three different head coaches since I've been there. You know, we've had two or three different OCs. And then we've had two different quarterbacks. So, I mean, all of us know how to kind of deal with adversity and deal with a change of pace. I was blessed to have two really good quarterbacks with Zach and with Chase. And both of those guys, you know, stepped up, you know, earlier on. And we made that throughout. So, you know, I'm thankful for those guys. And I feel like we had a great time in the years that we had together. Excellent. And, and, I, and what goes unnoticed? I mean, this is your show. We, you know, we've mailed us off the scouts that we know, and I know they listen in, but 
I mean, what don't we see on tape? I mean, it could be your leadership ability, film junkie, uh, team captain, maybe some of the things you did offensively for the Mountaineers that, you know, they didn't ask you to do, but you could do. I mean, let us know so they can know. Wow, yeah, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. I mean, there's a ton of things that don't show up on tape. I mean, because, first off, I mean, I've made, you know, hundreds of plays in practice that, you know, weren't everybody didn't get seen on Saturday, you know. So there's every play that I've uh, that I've been that I've made on Saturday, I've made it like a, a ton of those in practice. And, I mean, just the way that I've worked in the offseason, things like that, it's kind of like what brought me to where I was, you know. So just the little details is kind of what I pride myself in. So, you know, I guess the main thing is that whatever team gets me, you know, they're going to get somebody that's all in and that's 100% professional. You know, it's just going to do what it takes to win. And that's that's my only focus. Uh, I love it. I love it. And, and, and I, you know, the thing I'm taking away the most from this particular show is, I love how you're so detailed with the route orientation and, and, and I, you know, so many young guys come on the, on the program and you, you don't hear a lot about, you know, I, I know they're dedicated to the craft, but it, it seems like you're really articulate about being so precise. And we know rookie receivers and it's kind of changed a little bit of recent years, guys have an early success, but once you jump to that next level, I mean, you know, knowing that route tree and having that discipline in your routes, it's such a huge key. And I think that's going to play big dividends for you. Um, before we went live, you were talking about training. Where are you getting ready for pro days and the NFLPA and all the things that are going to come in the future as you build it up towards the draft? Uh, so right now I'm in Charlotte right now. And, uh, I'm doing rehab on my hand. Uh, I'm about to get my cast off tomorrow. Uh, I had surgery a couple weeks ago on my wrist. So I'll be down here rehabbing. I'll be in Tampa, Salem, uh, just doing different football work and track work for the fourth. Okay, nice. And then and then off to the NFLPA. It, I mean, I know you want to cross off, you know, every T, dot every I. You want these scouts to be blown away by your performance when you get out there. But is there one thing in particular? Are there any, I guess, you know, things that you get criticized for, critique that you want to prove that that's not the case, that, you know, you can do it or they don't need to be worried about it? Uh, um, I think one of the main things, uh, I've actually, you know, I've heard good things back, you know, from scouts and different good things back. But like I said, I played uh, half of the season with the broken So I, I know that they want to see me go out there and, and block good with two hands because that was a struggle for the second half of the season, you know, only being able to block with one hand. So I think that that's something that would also be good to see. But like you said, it's all about, crossing every T and dying every I. So I want them to see the overall picture receiver. But that's that's just one thing that I, I'm excited to go out there and show them that this hand is feeling good. Excellent, man. Fabulous show, Corey. Uh, so thankful for your time. Before we let you go, we call it three and out. Um, a few lighthearted off-the-wall questions. Are you ready to take a shot with some of those? Oh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> Okay. Now you played in a very, uh, I think, well distributed offense. Um, um, Thomas Hangigan, Malik Williams, yourself, you guys really caught a lot of balls. Amongst that trio, who's the jokester and who's the more serious of the three? Oh, man, that's that's actually a hard question because I think at App State, we probably have one of the funniest teams in America. So it's really hard. It's really (laughs) hard to to pick one guy because, I mean, 
we got a uh, we got a we got a big group of jokesters that work hard. But just to just to pick one, I would I would say the biggest jokester is maybe Henny number five, just because he he kind of gives you like a Schmidt from New Girl type of type of thing if you watch that show. <laughs> the serious one. The serious one. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know. I can't even say a serious one because all them dudes are jokesters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing, man. It's about having good times and and laughing and you know. And plus, you guys brought it. So I mean, when you have success and you're having fun, I mean, those are that's that's you know that's the cherry on top of the Sunday. Um, how about this one? Um, anything that your head coach, anything at practice that you could just set him off on fire? Not you personally, but the team. And it's something you guys would laugh about afterwards. I mean, could be. You know, I, I know some guys they didn't like the language, or sometimes you know just the lazy practice, or your shoulder pads, or uniform on arm. Right? Was there, did he have any pet peeves? Yeah, I mean, but Coach Clark, you know, he was pretty transparent, so we kind of knew what he liked and what he didn't like. So I mean, if you kind of did something wrong, it was kind of more blatant. But I mean, he, you know, at App State, he used to like, you know, let us play. You know what I mean? He didn't try to micromanages I, I guess is like he trying to he kind of let us kind of play our game but uh things that set him off I think the number one thing would probably be just not starting fast I mean we started practice over a few times just because we came out to light me up and we weren't you know firing on all cylinders like we should so that's probably the main thing <laughs> Love it. And, and I saw in your bio that your dad had some time with the Bears as a safety um, do you guys ever joke around? Do you ever joke and tell him that you know there was no way he could cover you? <laughs> that's that's funny, but uh, he he was out at the field with me yesterday a little bit, watching me run routes. I think that he kind of knows that he couldn't really stick with me a little bit. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean we all, we did. But he uh, he kind of took more pride in being a hard hitting safety more than like a a one on one type guy. <laughs> you know that whole. And then the final one. Oh yeah, that old school. I mean, that was a different generation. You know it, and and uh, he, you know, for the guys that played before him, it was a different generation. It just, you know, it just gets a little bit softer as we move forward. Um, the last one, we're going to be draft weekend. You're going to be waiting to hear your name come off that board, Corey. Who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate that special day, that special moment? Oh, great question. That's an easy answer. The number one person. Uh, cook in my life right now is my mom for sure she can cook better than anybody else i know and uh the meal i don't know i think we'll have to see around that time but she cooked so many good things from mexican to pasta to i mean just anything you can name it she can cook it really good so it's definitely going to be her excellent man hey you were fabulous to watch i can't wait to see you do your thing out in pasadena and there's going to be plenty more of Corey Sutton to watch as we move forward. But, man, great career. Stay humble. Stay hungry. Be blessed. And we appreciate you stopping by. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. Once again, Corey Sutton, Mr. Big Play App State receiver here on the C2B. And, uh, you know, I love about him. And, again, you know, he's such a big play, highlight real threat. He was even named Sunbelt Deep Threat. And he just talked about that route running. Man, it's this kid. This, I'm telling you, we joked around, but crosses all the T's, dots all the I's, 6'2", 205. I mean, just everything that you think about when you want an NFL prospect at that position, this kid has it. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P.
This has been a C2P exclusive. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.